Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm your host. I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. And tonight is our uh, monthly visit with Dave Newman, owner of RX Smart Gear. How you doing, Dave? Hey guys. Hey, thanks for having me back on. Always fun. So just before we hit record, we were kind of talking about the open ending. So I think that's a great place to start is, uh, did you do the open this year, Dave? And how did it go for you? Well, I, I did do the open. Um, I completely brain farted and um, didn't get signed up. Uh, which I intended to, I meant to, meant to sign up because I just wanted to, honestly, not to track anything, but just to contribute and be a part of the, the pack and, uh, and all that. But um, uh, so I, I brain farted on that, but I, I did perform and, you know, tried my best on that given day, you know? So uh, yeah, it was fun. We were just, we were just conferring that three, three weeks was perfect, right? Not too yeah, long. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. yeah. And the workouts were kind of fun, actually. The workouts weren't, weren't uh none of them were as bad as the the thruster burpee over bar workout that we did right that was 14.5 and 16.5 i remember <laughs> yeah 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 so no so it was uh it was enjoy it was relatively enjoyable yeah um i actually did the foundations this year because of coming off of injury and i didn't want to get too in my head they were still good workouts yeah um <laughs> Bear crawling is still hard. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, and so I just, that way I stayed out of my head. I didn't try to push too hard. Um, and even that last workout, it, it felt like an accomplishment to finish under the time cap. Um, so I was, I was really happy with it. It went well this, yeah. this year. No, I, I, I do love, I do love how CrossFit's done that where they've, they've definitely kind of broadened the scope you know, realizing that everybody's in a different position in their life, right? Fitness wise and um, making it, you know, I think much more pliable for everybody to, to be involved and participate, you know, be a part of the, the, the event and the Friday night lights and all that is, is so cool, but, you know, do it in a, in a healthy way that we're not walking away, you know, more disabled or maimed or lamed or something, you know? So, yeah. So I definitely appreciate that for sure. Yeah, I loved how they made it available for people to be able to do it in their homes so they could just be a part of the community, like you said. Oh, heck yeah. And I love, I love that they added the adaptives. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we had uh, Charles King on two weeks ago, who is a 70 year old blind man doing the open for the first time. Oh, so cool. 
And uh, it was really cool to get his perspective and, and how he was doing it. But, you know, they, they did not scale double unders for a blind man. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. How do so you do for 70? Yeah. How, how did he do? Did he say how he did on his double? So unders? he had not jump roped in 40 years. Uh, okay. So they just did single unders, but he got through it uh, doing Beautiful. single unders. And they had some spotters just to make sure that he didn't lose his balance or anything. And he never did. So. Oh, super cool. Super cool. Hey, small little, little side note is um, um, they actually filmed all of the adaptive um, uh, for the, for the game site where they were showing the standards for all the adaptive movements. They filmed them here at our gym at RX headquarters. So that is so yeah, cool. Yeah, Kevin Ogar and, and uh, Logan Aldridge and, you know, um, Alex Zirkenbach, all those guys, they're all good, good buddies of ours, but they, uh, they needed a place to like come in and close all the blinds and, you know, be in private. And so, yeah, so they were here for a few days. It was cool. And you have, you have ropes for the adaptive athletes. We do. We do. Yeah. We have the world's first, uh, you know, adaptive jump rope, a mono rope for people, uh, you know, missing an upper limb, basically, you know, somebody's missing a hand or an arm and, and, you know, can't hold a second handle. You know, we created the mono rope, which is just an extended jump rope bar, if you will, where you actually hold it in the center and it, it's the cables connected on the uh, outside ends and you can, you can do double unders, triple unders, you know, just like anybody else. It's great. It's super cool. Did you see any increase in people needing those now that the adaptives are part of the open? Um, yeah. I mean, I think, uh, um, yeah, there's a lot of people that are just, I think them, you know, that community realizing that it's available to them. Right. So, and realizing that, Hey, there, there is a jump rope that I can use. Um, and so, you know, more, more people were, were getting involved and, um, and it was good timing too, because we, we partnered with, uh, I don't know if you've ever had, um, Dana and Dana and Mark from equip products, uh, come on, uh, they're, yeah. you need, yeah, you should get together with them. Awesome couple. Love these guys. Um, they really, they're, they're an equipment company that's trying to support adaptive, uh, sports specifically, you know, and, um, and so, uh, you know, they reached out to me um some time ago and and they actually you know they liked our mono rope and they had another concept to make it more collapsible like we we had two versions it's a solid you know three foot long aluminum tube and we had a version that collapsed in half uh but it had like a you know a middle piece that the two poles slid over and you had to screw these little lock nuts in and it was a little cumbersome and and uh, they had a great idea of a kind of a tent tent pole method that they they brought to me and so i partnered with them and and said absolutely let's let's build this together and so we took the mono rope and just you know re redesigned it to fit on that collapsible so now it's just so much more uh user friendly for travel for packing away um you know and and, and assembling as well uh, but uh, they've come up with some really cool products uh for for the adaptive market so um, so I know they, they sell the mono rope, you know, as well as, as we do. And, uh, it's a cool partnership, really excited to work with them. Yeah. That's really neat. I'd, I'd love to have them on and hear more about what they're doing. So, um, how excited were you that when 21.1 mm-hmm. included double unders and jump rope, um, super cool. 
Yeah. I mean, usually, you know, we, we, we know there's a pretty high chance that they're going to show up. Right. And, and so we try and get, get ourselves prepared and like, okay, let's watch the open announcements. And then as soon as they announce it, uh, if it has double unders, you know, let's try and get our own um, tips video out on how we would recommend they go about whether breaking up their double unders or, you know, staging their rope and, you know, things like that. And um, honestly, it kind of caught us off guard that it was like the first workout right off the bat. Yeah. And uh, I, I might've been uh, heading off on a ski trip or something, I, I, I believe. And so <clears throat> I wasn't even around to film anything. And um, yeah, so that one was a, a pleasant surprise and it was a, a fun workout too. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, the 10 day challenge was going on right before the open and hopefully that helped a lot of people get their double unders down for the open. Um, how did that go over? I know you, you had, you guys posted a lot of videos on social media with people doing their 10 a days. Yeah, no, thanks for bringing that up. The 10 a day was, um, yeah, super rewarding. I mean, for our first attempt at trying to put that challenge together, um, and, uh, and keep it real simple and real accessible. Uh, it went really, really well. And it was just so neat to see like the, the community of people that came together because um, we created a private Facebook group uh, so that, you know, people that had signed up and registered could, could come in and they would post the videos of them, you know, performing some of their, their, you know, 10 rep uh, segments. Um, and then everybody would come in and either, offer some coaching tips or some observations or just cheer them on and say, Hey, you know, great job. And, you know, we, we got on every single one and we tried to critique and offer, you know, some, some coaching um, to everybody that, that posted their videos on there. And, um, and it, it was really, really cool because when it was over on the last day um, it was almost like uh, graduating high school and you're going to like move away from all your buddies because people were really sad they were super bummed that it was over and that, you know, we weren't going to be posting on there again until we do the next one. And it was really, it was really heartwarming to see that, but um, a lot of amazing improvement too. That was the cool thing is that, you know, with real focused attention at something, it, it, I just can't stress enough that, you know, if you have a plan and you have, you know, good guidance that you can make, you can make leaps and bounds improvement versus, just banging away and banging away and banging away, trying to, you know, just put the reps in. And that's really the, the message we're trying to get across with that challenge is to get people to slow down and be much more thoughtful about, you know, what they were hoping to improve. And um, yeah, you know, and it was quality over quantity. So it, it went really, really well. And I noticed you have a special t-shirt on. Yeah. The Keala foundation, they just, yeah, new one. They just sent these out. And the 10 a day challenge proceeds went to them. So how did, did that go well? They did. Yeah. You know what? We raised several thousand dollars, um, which was fantastic. Again, we, we, we really didn't, um, um, you know, put too much pressure on ourselves because we just wanted to make sure we got it right. And, you know, whatever we could, we could grow from it would be a great starting point. Um, they were awesome and they were super, super grateful for anything that we, we you know, could provide to them. And so, uh, yeah, raised several thousand dollars. All the kids on the island participated and there were a lot of great videos of them, you know, doing their, their challenges each day and, uh, and the coaches as well. So uh, it was a great, great start. And uh, yeah, we're excited to continue it every year and maybe even come up with some, some iteration, different iterations throughout the year. So we don't have to wait a full year to do it again. You know, we might do some other versions or variations. So yeah, it was great. Very cool. And so um, 
I know that this is a little bit um, into your recreation life, but I know every time we seem to talk to you, you've either just come back from a ski trip or you're snowed in on a ski trip. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was last week, the last ski trip of the season. Um, Maybe not the last, maybe not the last. We'll see. There might still be an opportunity for a little spring, spring skiing getaway, but yeah, avid snow skiers. Now I know you, living in the Midwest where you get snow on the ground, probably semi-regularly are yeah. probably thinking, what We're a, hoping what that's a, over. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I can't believe you're driving to the snow. Are you crazy? But um, yeah, no, we're, we definitely are avid skiers. And, uh, and honestly, like that's why I exercise and, and CrossFit is so that I can enjoy those type of recreations. I can go and ski and, and um uh, and, you know, surf and ride motorcycles and things like that. And honestly, um, we took a trip, my wife and I took a trip with a group of friends to Idaho and we did our first snowmobile excursion. And this is like now kind of my favorite story of, 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 of the crossover between CrossFit and, and real life, because we went on the snowmobile trip with, you know, seven people, everybody had their own snowmobile uh average age was probably you know like late 40s really i mean we had um late 60s to mid 40s was our was our age range of people on this trip on the uh, this excursion and um you know we ended up getting uh five check that six snowmobiles stuck in deep snow way out far away from civilization and had to hike in to get these things unstuck and try and get them driven back out of the uh, valley and hike back out. It, it, I mean, it was seriously hard work. And it, for me, it felt like doing Murph in like full snow gear. You know what I mean? Wow. Cause we had helmets and snow boots and like full bibs. I mean, it was, it was, it was, um, it was, you know, pretty, pretty intense. And, and honestly, I literally like hike, I remember hiking up out of the first valley that we had to help this couple, the first couple that got stuck weren't even part of our group. They just, they just showed up, the, the wife showed up out of nowhere, came hiking up to this peak that we were on, you know, we were all taking pictures and, you know, she said, oh, we're stuck down in the valley. So we went down, actually, I went down, my whole group stayed on top to cheer us on and I hiked down and, and uh, together we helped kind of turn the snowmobile around and kind of face it back up uh, on the path it came in on and, and got it unstuck. It was awesome. And then, but we had to hike back up, like, you know. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was 800 yards or how far it was. It felt like I was doing Murph, you know, like it was super, super challenging. And I literally stopped when I was t- catching a breather saying, man, I'm glad I do CrossFit. Yeah. And little did I know I'd have to do that five more times for five other snowmobiles, all within that same little like three hour excursion. It was, it was crazy. So, yeah. So that's, that's why we CrossFit. That's why we exercise. Well, and, and hiking in snow is way different than just hiking on flat ground. Oh, and, and at altitude, 100%. Yeah. yeah. We were stepping into snow that went up to mid thigh, you know, like mm. every step you're going up to mid thigh. So, you know, it, yeah, it's, it was, it was definitely a challenge, but you know what, that's the cool thing, you know, doing CrossFit and you're just kind of like these open workouts and you're just grinding through, just trying to do whatever you can, you know, to get through it um, is such great mental training just to, you know, have that kind of fortitude and, and, uh, and, and know that you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Know that you can get through it. So, yeah. So there's my plug for CrossFit. Yeah. Awesome. It does, does the body good. 
Uh, did so, you get any feedback from um, athletes that might have used the Alex Smith grips on uh, the last 21.3? Yeah, you know what? Um, nothing directly. I had a few text messages, but we get a lot of um, uh, tags on social media, you know, DMs and tags. And yeah, those were lifesavers. People, I'm sure. yeah, people that, you know, people that went deep and put a lot of reps on their hands uh, mainly the, the top athletes, obviously that just cruised through that workout, which was mind blowing. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they definitely saved a lot of skin for a lot of people, you know, which I'm thankful. I, that's one of the things I hate about CrossFit is those type of ancillary, um, injuries, right. That, that hopefully you can avoid and cause they just, they're just uncomfortable and they, they set you back, you know, some, some, some time in the gym, I feel like, so yeah, they worked out great. Yeah, I've seen a lot of good reviews from users of the Alex Smith grips. Um, it's really cool seeing that they that they are doing well, um, and that he. So I take it Alex Alec um, helped design those. Yeah, he did. So you know, Alec Alec and I uh, kind of teamed up, and um, you know, when he kind of came on board as a as a, an athlete using our jump ropes, and. Um, and, you know, there were other athletes that we were actually talking to about a grip deal. Like, hey, let's design a grip. I mean, you know, my background is in gymnastics. You know, I back in college, I coached gymnastics. And so I've been around grips, you know, for decades. And I know that it's a very personal thing, you know, like uh, there's not one one grip that's honestly better than others out there. It's just what feels good to you, the individual, is what it boils down to. And everybody has, you know, kind of a different wrinkle on it. And so, um, yeah, I talked to a couple different athletes about a grip deal. And then when we teamed up with Alex, it just made so much sense because he was such a high level gymnast. And, uh, you know, the grips he was using at the time were real generic, gen the cheapest generic grips you can buy, you know, just store bought. And he never used the finger holes. You know, you'd always see him up on the pull-up bar or, or rings with just the flap hanging down and he never used the finger holes. And so when he and I were chatting about it one day, I'm like, you know, how come you don't use the finger holes? And he's like, yeah, I just, I never liked them. And I'd like faster transitions and it's just easier to flop over and, you know, whatnot. So I said, well, let's design it. Like, let's design a grip exactly the way you would want it. And uh, let's put your name on it, you know? And, and so Alec, um, you know, he, he's uh, kind of a part owner in that product, and uh, which is awesome. And it's neat to find creative ways to support these athletes where, you know what I mean, where they're not just trying to plug a product. Like, he actually helped develop a really cool thing. And, and uh, you know, the big thing about our grips and how we approach all of them is, is, is that we, and this comes from my gymnastics days, the one thing I know is, is if grips are uncomfortable, people usually aren't going to give them the opportunity to become comfortable. If they're uncomfortable right off the bat, a lot of times people just take them off mid-workout, they throw them on the ground and they just, they won't use them. So for us, we really wanted our grips to be comfortable first and foremost. Like we already know they're going to offer a layer of protection. They're going to offer the ability to hang onto the bar a little bit more secure, securely, uh, but they have to be comfortable. So all of ours are made with kind of a, a softer leather that's more pliable, requires less break in. And, and Alec really liked that factor, that feature as well, you know, designing his. Um, so that's been a super fun collaboration. And uh, yeah, we're just, we're stoked for Alec that he, he uh, put those together. He put the first ones, uh, we, we call those, um, a lot of people call them fingerless, fingerless, uh, you know, grips, which is really 
the wrong thing because you do use your fingers. You're just not sticking them in, in a mm -hmm. hole, uh, but they're free finger grips, right? Either flap over or free finger grips. Um, Alec was the first one to develop them. And now everybody and their brothers copied him. So it means he did something right. Yeah. So before we let you go, any other big things coming out of RX? Boy. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, what can I tell you? We got, uh, yeah, we're just, we've been working hard on several new products, um, uh, a couple of new jump rope products. One's a new jump rope product, which is cool. We think we're bringing, you know, kind of a, something new to the market that nobody's doing yet. Uh, we're, we've redesigned and improved our rapid fit. Actually, I have one here, but our rapid fit, our adjustable, adjustable jump rope, this guy, we, uh, we, did some rework on this and improved it. We changed the bag. It's gonna come with a really cool bag now too. I mean, it already came with a cool bag, but we made it better. Um, so that one's exciting. We've got another new product that's non-jump rope that I'm trying to think if I can even tell you about it now. Uh, maybe not just yet, but it's okay. a super cool home product that we think everybody will enjoy. Everybody that wants to get one. Um, everybody uses one. I'll give you a hint. They were used during the open this year. I'll just tell you that much. They were used during the open this year. And so when I, when I did my open workout that required this piece of equipment, I used one of my prototypes uh, to test the workout out on it. And, um, and it passed with flying colors. So I was, I was pretty stoked. So, yeah. And so uh, we just got to make sure we have kind of all of our, our, uh, IP stuff dialed in before I can let out anything on that, but that'll be good. Um, we're working on an app, which is going to be fun. So hopefully we'll have an app out in the next um, few months. And so, yeah, we're just uh, trying to keep up with everybody. Always, always in the lab working on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Lab, lab, or I don't know what you'd call it. I've got so much junk all over my desk. <laughs> it's, it's not even funny, but um, yeah, it's, it's super fun. Keeps us going. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you that, you said something about the bag. I almost bought an Evo rope just for the bag. That is the coolest carrying <laughs> case uh, that you guys make. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Thank you. Those are awesome bags. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, you know what? I, I, did we talk about the bags before? How we did a whole segment on our bags? Did I think, it, yeah, where you like laid them all out from inception to, Yeah. yeah. And my, my staff was cracking up because my staff thought, this is why, why would you talk about that? That is such a silly topic. Like nobody's going to be interested in it. It was one of our most popular videos that people were so intrigued to, to hear about them. And I, I think more so just to see kind of like the product development, you know, uh, progression of things, um, which it, it, you know, going back and thinking about it, 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 it blows me away. Yeah. How many iterations that you'll change, like the smallest little detail that you know the average person probably wouldn't even think twice about you know like if they when they get it they're like oh this is great like i can use it it's functional but we're looking at it from the inside going oh i don't like the way that looks or i don't like the way that fits or you know whatever it might be so uh but it's fun it's super fun or, i'll or send you, you one yeah they're they're great bags i appreciate it or when you finish the wad and your hands are shaking so bad they're trying to get it into the pouch <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, uh, that, that is a key. Actually, we're redoing, um, and I, of course, I didn't bring it in here. I left it. Oh, no. Yeah, this I can show you. We're redoing. So 
for years and years and years, we've always provided a bag like this with our jump ropes, right? Mm -hmm. Either either they're black material or we went gray for a little while. And they're real straightforward, simple. This Velcro yep. opening. Yeah, bags like are nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we've had them. They're timeless. We've had them forever. Um, but we finally, I don't know, I just kind of got a wild hair. And my staff hates me because I, it's like I have... ADD. I'm like, you know what? We're going to change that. And everybody's like, what? You know, where's that coming from? So um, part of the reason is because we send out all of our jump ropes in a, in a pretty nice box. And so we'd always take these round bags and fold them up and put them on the bottom. And then the jump rope goes over the top. So, but I changed the bag so that it actually fits in here. Actually, this is the wrong one. Oh, there it is. The one right below. That was, that was one of my iterations. So now... <laughs> It's going to fit in here like this. So we oh, made nice. a big, yeah, we made a bigger bag. We actually improved the bag, made a bigger bag with a nice zipper opening. So you can nice. actually fit two, two jump ropes inside this bag now. So either one jump rope and a pair of grips and mm -hmm. uh, roll of tape, you know, something like that. Um, so, yeah, so these are new bags that we're work, working on that uh, will come with all of our original RX originals. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's cool. The little Thanks. things matter, you know? Yeah, I think so. I like to think so. So I, I appreciate you bringing it up. Well, Dave, I just got to tell you, it's always fun to have you on. Um, I love learning about what you ha guys have going on. Um, you guys are the best in the business. Oh, sure. You guys are the best in the business. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for jumping on and we'll catch you next month. Look forward to it, guys. All right. Bye, Dave. Have a good week. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Well, what? What's up? How's it going? This is like old school. I know. It's just, it's an episode of Just Amy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot there were the Just Amy episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So Scott and Amy back mm -hmm. rides again. Woo! So yeah. how 21.3 and 4 go for you? So I was really excited about 21.3 i like gymnastics movements and i love squats the only thing that would have made it better for me that i would have liked it better would have been overhead squats just because those are my favorite but amen sister yep but um i'll tell you so i i got through 11 muscle ups so my goal was i just wanted to get to the muscle ups and then try to you know um, take away it as many as i could Looking back, I think I definitely could have gotten more because I was doing some more resting, but you know, I had over five minutes to, to get as many. And so I, I would kind of just do one and then wait 30 seconds. Cause in my mind, I was like, oh, I don't want to fail rep, but hindsight. Did you uh, ever fail one? No. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so then I got to 21.4 and strength is not really my strength in general, but um, here's what I was completely surprised about. I was prepared for like my grip and all, all, everything, you know, like upper body to kind of be sore, but I was not prepared for my legs to be as wobbly as they felt when I picked up the barbell. And so that really surprised me. Um, I got exactly what I thought I would, but I also, so I had goal number one and then, you know, kind of goal two and so on. And I got goal number one. So I'm not disappointed but i think i in my mind i wanted a little more yeah 
Well, I think he did awesome. 11 muscle ups is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Like I said, I did the foundations. Um, and that's regardless, it's still a lot of squats, right? Oh You're gosh. still squatting 90 times. Yeah. And then, um, so for foundations, the first round was sit-ups, which I mm -hmm. was actually told by a doctor never to do again. Okay. But I thought I've been doing these back strength, strengthening exercises and I'll do the limited range of motion sit-up. Mm. Okay. So I did those, got through 30 of them, um, felt pretty good. Second round was uh, bent over row, oh. bent over okay. row. Mm -hmm. That took me like 30 seconds to finish. Um, and then the last one was the push-ups. And that's where I thought I would do well. And it did not, <laughs> did not go well. Did you do them elevated? No. Oh, okay. That's, that's where I spent most of my time. Yeah. But I still finished. I finished good. at 12, 1238, I think. That's really good. Uh, so I was really happy with that because you know, you've known me for ever. And mm -hmm. that part of the wad would have been my least favorite in my peak. And that actually turned out to be the best part of my wad. Good. Um, when I went to do the 0.4, I put 95 on the bar just to warm up mm -hmm. and it felt good. And then I went overhead and my back was not ready. Okay. And so I was like, okay, just put another 20 on. So I went to 115. Okay. 115. I, I deadlifted it. I power cleaned it and I went to hang clean it. And I almost fell into my garage door. Like, because did it fall out of your hands? I think I, I was so in my head about the jerk Yeah. that I didn't focus on the clean. Okay. And I pulled back instead of up. Mm. And then I was going to go into my garage door and I was like, you know what? You've made it through the open. You've done everything you need to do and call it a day. Your strength will come back someday. That's not what you have to worry about. Yeah. Happy on the 1238. And uh, yeah, so I was. Good. Nice. And I know Kat's not here. I got to watch her. She yeah. was not as negative this week as she was oh, good. The week before. Okay. Um, and she did really well. She was just really consistent at chipping away. Uh, chest of bars were at one uh, singles for her. Um, mm -hmm. And she just kept chipping away. Uh, pretty quick singles with like yeah. a rest every five or 10. And uh, she did great. She did great. But then when it came to the bar muscle up, she didn't even give it a try. She did as much as I was trying to coax her on. You texted me, tell her to get up on the bar. No. She's like, nope. No. <laughs> so, mm. and uh, Charlie did not do it, correct? No. Yeah, he he still down. really wanted to. And like he was watching other people and he's like, and I was like, I'm no. And he's like, but I feel, and I was like, I don't think being front loaded with weight is a good idea for you right now. So he listened, which was a good thing because he told me this morning that his back was still tingling and he was going to the doctor. Yeah. So. Yeah. Tingling is not good. No. So I was looking at the leaderboard. Yeah. I need you to fill me in on the ladies leaderboard. But... Super fun. So I have the men's listed first. Okay. And, yeah. And I, because it's my humble brag. Right. Yeah. Because uh -huh. uh, the person that I picked to win the open before we started I should get the tape out and show it, but I did pick Jeffrey Adler to win the open. Hasn't been verified behold, yet. He, he is at the top of the leaderboard 
at this point. Let's wait until things get verified. I'm just saying, remember last year's leaderboard. I am doing my victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it was Jeffrey Adler and then Scott Panchik. Correct. And, and then, then Travis Mead, oh, Travis okay. Mead, which who I don't know, must be a new person. Then Saxon was fourth. I thought it was Rich first. Then Rich was fifth. Okay. Okay. And then Noah Olson sixth. That's yeah. And then it, I have just some notables. Um, Sam Cornier was either seventh or ninth. I can't read my own handwriting. Do we know where um, Spencer Panchik landed? Yep, he's on my list. Oh, okay, go ahead. So Colton Mertens, friend of the show, 18th. Okay. Um, Spencer was 31st. Okay. Your boy Khan was 32nd. Not bad for an old dude. No, and for just saying that he's, you know, just he's not really going for it. He's yeah, uh, back in school. The last two I have on here is Vellner and Fikowski were 20 and 22. Oh, look at them right there. Okay. Yeah, and they're doing the trash talk Thursday for the I last round. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. The women's leaderboard, number one, no shock, Tia Claire Tia Claire She crushed three and four. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, but our girl, Emma, did finish second in the open <sighs> at 16 years old. And just a reminder, we are interviewing her next week. We were the first to ever interview her. And just want to say that we are going to interview her again because she loves us. <laughs> well, we love her. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. She's awesome. Uh, Kara was third. Uh, Christy was fourth. Uh, Mal O'Brien was fifth at 17 years old. Uh, Spiegel was seventh, uh, Brooke Wells ninth, Haley 10th, uh, Gabriella Magala, who I said was someone to look out for was 13th. Yes. Sarah Sigmund's daughter is not on the leaderboard because she did not be, was not able to compete. And I did pick her to win. Right. Uh, Daniel Brandon, 13th, Katrin 14th, uh, Carrie Pierce 16th, Holta 17th, Bethany Shadburn 19th. And at Amanda Barnhart was 21st. All right. So look at that, Justin Kotler, three in the top 20. Yep. And they're not even viewing it as a competition. They just made it part of their daily right. workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about Annika? Greer? I didn't, Did I didn't look her up yet. Okay. Um, I was a little busy today with some, some home mm-hmm. remodeling still and some other things on my plate, but so let's talk about the one thing I'm disappointed about that we texted earlier. So yeah, I have that on here as a topic. There's actually so, two big name athletes who have withdrawn from the season this week. Jamie and Green. Jamie Simmons. Yes. Okay. She's Jamie Green to me. Jamie <laughs> Green Simmons. Married to you know, Elliot Simmons. You're correct. Yes. For a shoulder injury, correct? Was it, wait, shoulder? Yeah, I'm going by what you told me. Yeah, she made a post. I think I'm pretty sure she sent shoulder. Yeah. And the other one was Willie George's. Uh, he had to withdraw as well, and he's out for the season. Charlie going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, other than that, I, th- I thought it was a fun open. I thought the programming was fun. I think you're right. Three weeks is perfect. Well, it turned out to be perfect. Cause you remember last time how I was like, well, what I liked about the five weeks is there's always one workout I do really poorly on and I can kind of bring it back together with all five. Well, this just so happened to help me that, that it was a gymnastics heavy one because that brought me back to feeling good. Cause that was a not very good 21.2 for me. Yeah. Still upset about it. <laughs> it's the head games. It's the head games of trying to do better than you were. And yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in um, our silly questions a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, so I, I'll talk about that there, but a couple other pieces of news and then we'll just kind of catch up with each other is uh, the, there was a press release today. And the worst kept secret in all of CrossFit is that Josh Bridges is doing a boxing match in Las Vegas with Jacob Hebner. So yeah, the worst kept secret, right. but it was released today. Yeah. It's official. Um, they are going to be boxing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And you can check out the press release for times and dates and all of that stuff and what they we'll probably look into it and see what the coverage is and update you guys in the weeks ahead but i think it's sometime in april april or may okay that they're going to be boxing well a long time ago well i don't not a long time ago several months ago josh posted you know him working with somebody training on boxing and so i started started to follow her um and so she'll post more frequently about her and Josh working together. So I'm not sh- surprised or shocked at all. And then, you know, Castro teasing him all the time, boxing and. Yeah. And Castro backing out. Yeah. 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 It's been quite the, uh, the fun thing to watch on the internet. Yeah. I think that'll be hilarious. Hefner. And I, th- I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Cause when we interviewed Jacob, he, he kind of said he wasn't like that athletic. He just was good at CrossFit. But he did play Division One football. He just said he was bad at it. Yeah, well, I don't think you can be bad and play Division One. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? Um, the other thing I kind of ran into, we talked about it briefly last week, is I watched the docu series that started with Sarah Sigmund's daughter and her injury. Mm. Yeah, and it was really, really interesting. It's I think like fifteen minutes long, mm-hmm. the first episode, and she talks about how it happened. There's actually video of the accident. And so it didn't look like anything happened. So it's not like a Julie Fouché incident no. where you can see. Okay. No, no. She just does the jerk and mm-hmm. she says she heard a click. And she said, the first thing you do when you hear a click is then test it. Like, what can I do? Yeah, move, yeah. Like, what's my range of motion? Can I do a squat? Can I do a lunge? You know, and I could do things, but it it was really wobbly. And so I just kept trying things. And then finally I went to a massage therapist hoping he can get rid of the clicking. And then she has a friend who's actually um, an orthopedic. Mm -hmm. And she said, can you get rid of this clicking? And he's like, he felt her knee and was like, you have a torn ACL. And <laughs> uh, we're going to need a surgeon to take care of that clicking. Yeah. And she said, um, so like what percentage are you saying? Cause in her head, she's like, what are my chances that this is not? And he goes, 
98% it's a torn ACL. And she goes, so you're saying there's 2% chance that this is not. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so it was, um, it was actually interesting. It was cool seeing her not beat herself up, not get down about it. She was very positive about it. Um, she's taking this as an opportunity to do some things she hasn't been able to do because, um, because the season went, was so long last year. And, um, and then she says, I, I'm going to fight to rehab it and get back stronger and better than I was before. And, um, but I'm just looking at that as this is an opportunity to get better at some things. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And I, and I was really um, kind of fascinated about that, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing it kind of develop as we go forward. So now that the open's done, um, any big goals for you in the nutrition fitness world? Uh, just pu pulling things in tighter, you know, <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything in tighter. No, um, yeah, just being a little bit more um, strict. I don't like to put myself necessarily in any kind of deficit when I'm doing the open just because I want to have, you know, just just be, be available for, for the open and, and do what my body needs to do. But um, definitely want to um, hone in more on my nutrition. And, um, you know, my goal is to always just continue to, to work, to, to keep showing up and um, keep just, you know, trying to get better. And I, I've been actually, I've been taking more of an approach that um, really to work more, to get more heavier. So to get to my work on my weakness, which is my strength, is to dialing back um, the the weights on practice and really sticking to a light to moderate weight and really trying to hone in on the technique. So I'm taking the approach of you got to step back before you can step forward. Yeah, I mean, all of my focus now, like, because I think this is going to sound bad and I don't mean it to be this way. I think I have my nutrition locked into where I need it to be. Not that I have it licked or that I have it mm -hmm. beat, but like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm just in that groove where every day, this is what I do. It's a, it's a habit. Right. And yeah. I haven't had a cheat meal in over nine weeks. Awesome. Um, and I don't miss it. I don't have mm -hmm. cravings uh, because it's not a restrictive diet. It's a structured diet, mm -hmm. but my, my workouts need help. Um, and so where I'm going now to do my workouts, they do strength every day. Mm -hmm. And I am loading up the bar to do squats with 95 pounds, 105 pounds. And I'm really just working on technique mm -hmm. and not focusing on getting stronger because I know that'll come when I'm ready. Yeah. Because the, the gym I'm at now is very tempo based. Everything is an imam or... And so you move from the minute the hour starts till the, the minute you're done. And my cardio is not equipped for all of that. I mean, it's hour. amazing how much cardio is in barbell cycling. And, and so like, so I'm doing very, very light weights on the strength. And when we get to the Metcon, I'm doing light weights there too. I'm just focused on form and moving well and getting through everything. And my strains are like through the roof just because mm -hmm. of the tempo of the class. Sure. Um, I, I joked the other day that I had left a sweat angel in warmups <laughs> and mm -hmm. it wasn't even a joke. It was real. Yeah. Uh, so, but I'm, I'm getting there and I'm, I feel like I'm, 
the, this, I wish Charlie was on because um, we do front squats a lot. Yeah. And I am to the point where the bar is resting on my shoulders and I am not using the California cross. I am actually gripping the bar with the bar on my shoulders. I think that's the thing I'm most proud of at this moment. Yeah. Charlie could definitely work on that. Of anything. So it was. The thing um, is, he never listens to this. So he won't even know that we're talking about this. So just, (laughs) I know what will happen is Michael Andrak will listen to this and then comment on it about it in the next class that I'm coaching that they're both in. Yeah. 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 We can always rely on Michael to listen and spread the word. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah. And um, the other thing I'm noticing now is every time I work out, my weight goes up the next day. Sure. Because I'm getting, I'm so inflamed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first time, couple of times it happened, I was a little freaked out about it, but now I just know it's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, when I've worked with um, athletes before on nutrition and, and who get you know worked up about it, because it does, the, the scale is going to fluctuate, you know, based on some of those things that, that I've reminded people is um, a pound is 3,500 calories. Okay. So I would say, do do you think that you've had an excess of 3,500 calories over what you did, what you were supposed to have? No, if you know that, then then it's not going to be a true pound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's great perspective because, you know, when it first happened, I was like, I burnt 4,700 calories yesterday Mm -hmm. and I ate 2,300. How am I gaining weight? Yeah. And you're just like, what the, but yeah. Yeah. The only thing that we're kind of working on, we're looking at is carbs. Maybe I need more because mm-hmm. the intensity of my workouts has definitely increased. Sure. You uh, might need to tweak it. Yeah. Just small tweak to the carbs, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about that Thursday. I'll tell you what I really need to focus on is my sleep. Oh, mine has been shit. I cannot, I cannot pull it together. I mean, I, I somebody, I love sleep. Like I'm not against it. I'm not, I don't stay up late, but I just either I wake up in the middle of the night and I have anxiety about my alarm going off or, um, you know, I woke up at two this morning, was wide awake trying to solve world's problems. And yep. I do the same thing. Yep. We are like twins in that yeah. regard. A couple of days ago, I woke up at two and never got back to sleep. Yeah. I just was thinking about everything in the world and what I needed to do. And Yeah. But yeah. Cheryl actually texted me today and like, we need to focus on sleep. Yeah. yeah. So you I did just order some more uh, CBD oil so that I could, because that really does help, help me like get into deep sleep. Have you tried melatonin? Yes. And it doesn't work as well. I I'm, I'm, do have some concerns about long-term effects of melatonin, but magnesium is good. Okay. I've never tried it. I just... Yeah. I'm just trying looking at different options. I do have some CBD left. I could, yeah. I use the ointment on my hip almost every night. Yeah. Uh, just to get inflammation down there. And it is, I have to say the pure spectrum ointment is second to none. I put that on my hip at night and it's sore the next morning. I feel like a million bucks. Yeah. So, and we're not even sponsored by them unless no. they'd like to come on board. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like, I just really like it. I do. I, yeah. I will never go without that again. So we have some questions 
and I texted them to you earlier, and now I have to remember what they are. Oh, okay. I'll pull them up. Uh, so the first one is when you need me time. Okay. And you just need to escape. What music group do you listen to? Okay. So that helped clarify my question because you said to recharge. And part of that had me thinking, do you mean like pump me up recharge or do you no. mean like chill out? Chill out. Perfect. Cause that's the answer I was going to give you anyways. Oh, I could tell you so many. Oh, I'm going to go with the genre first. Okay. Folk well, I have music. two, just so you know. Okay, perfect. Folk music is my genre, I would say. Okay. So folk rock. So I'm going to say Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead is, and uh, I would, so Grateful Dead would be like, if we're going to chill, have a fire outside, you know, on a nice night, we would put on Grateful Dead and just chill. That's, that'd be our vibe. Um, not surprising for me. Am I no, right? Not at all. If, not at all. If I'm going to, hippie girl, if I'm going to go for a hike and I want to listen, normally I don't listen to music if I'm going for a hike, but if, if I really just kind of want to decompress, then I might put on some like Jack Johnson or, or something kind of mellow mm. to bring my, my mood down, but also kind of, you know, happy. Yeah. I, um, I have two go-tos and then I, I mix some other stuff in there too, but yeah. But if I'm doing that, like campfire, just kind of sitting around chilling, maybe having an adult beverage just to kind of relax. Uh, it's Bob Seger for me mm -hmm. and not like the popular stuff, not like, um, what's that rock and roll. Old time rock and roll. Old time rock and roll like that. Yeah. I don't ever want to hear again. Listen, I danced to that song at weddings. Well, okay. It's that's good for weddings. It's just okay. not for me. Like I like um, roll me away and turn the page and, like more that folksy kind of like yeah. 70s rock. And so that's one. And then the other one, it's, I think the most underappreciated band from the 80s. Oh, you're going to say Nickelback. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. In excess. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I just want to chill out, like, and again, it's not their popular stuff that I really love. It's, it's like their deep tracks or their older stuff. I could just listen to, in fact, I did it today. I just needed some me time. I was doing some tiling in the kitchen and I was like, I'm just gonna put on some in excess and chill out. Yeah. And it was perfect. Um, before you switch to our next question, let's, I'm gonna go off on a tangent here for a second. I don't really have anything against Nickelback other than I just crack up because everybody wants to make a joke about Nickelback, you know, all the time. But this is what I will say. If I'm coaching and imagine dragons comes on every time i'm going to say this is the new nickelback next i don't want imagine dragons on i'm i feel like every song is the same and i'm over it well i can't agree. i i nickelback is not one of my favorites for yeah. sure um i can handle imagine dragons but I, I don't hear them all the time so maybe that's it yeah i'm over it all right. So our next question actually is about this year's open of the four workouts. What was your favorite and why? 21.3 gymnastics, toes to bar and squatting is my, my jam. I love pull-ups. I don't love chest to bar, but I mean, I can do them and I do like and enjoy to, to do muscle ups. So totally 21.3. So mine, and it was a close race between 21.3 and 21.2 but I'm going to go with 21-2 because 
it's where my head flipped. Oh. It's where I realized that I just want, I just need to get better. Like, it's not about beating what I was five years ago. It's not about a leaderboard. It's about what can I do to get better? And that's when I did my 45 full burpees, kick mm-hmm. back, kick up, jump. Um, and I just was, I was really proud of myself for not trying to game it, not trying to do whatever I could to get faster, but just get better. Good. Love it. So that was a breakthrough moment for me. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's just been a kind of a rediscovery for me coming through all the mental issues that I've been dealing with in the last, probably last 30 years and finally recognized it six months ago. So, well, our guest next week on Monday is Mayhem Freedom's own Taylor Williamson. And it was a fun conversation with her and her dachshund, Bruce. <laughs> and uh, she is just a phenomenal athlete, a phenomenal person uh, going through master's degree now in physical therapy, I believe. And, um, and doing all this stuff with Mayhem and the volume that Rich does on top of grad school blows your mind. Totally. So check that out on Monday. Uh, it's a fun one. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and she, she is really funny. And there was a side, I learned a side of her that I didn't know existed. So now we're going to the best thing from the internet. Before we do that, um, can you remind me who sponsors our questions of the week? Oh my goodness. Our sp- Oh yes. How could I forget? Probably because I didn't have any today. Yes, that's probably why. So yeah, the silly questions of the week are always sponsored by Up Before You Coffee. Uh, They have both light and medium roast uh, versions of Up Before You Coffee. You can go to upbeforeyou.com, type in the code Clydesdale20 and get 20% off your order at checkout. That's a great deal, 20%. We're not talking some little 5% here, there, 20%. And it's delicious. It is so good. I drink um, it every morning, to be honest, when I'm, uh, when I'm at home. Yeah, I love the chocolatey notes and the light roast. I just, mm-hmm. for some reason, I just feel like I'm getting a treat in the morning. So yeah, up before you, never forget about them. Never. Thank you for reminding me. Um, and so now we're going to the best thing from the internet that we do every week, as Amy knows. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what you got? Okay, Daddy Wad, because this one cracked me up as being a master's athlete. So he made a meme and it says, you know, objects and clothes or objects and mirror are close, closer than they appear. And it's 30-year-old CrossFitters. And then it starts talking about tweaky shoulders, bad knees, and sore back um, of, of the master's athlete. So just just made me laugh being a master's athlete and knowing like <laughs> you have no idea how much it hurts just to bend down and pick up a pin. Yeah, as I'm going back to a gym for the first time in a long time, the one he posted about coach waiting for me to finish the wad so yeah. he can start the next class. Yeah, it was a skeleton. Skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, but my favorite thing from the internet is Saturday Night Live did a skit called Boomers Got Vax. 
Oh. And it is a rap okay. video about the boomers getting their vaccines. And it is freaking hilarious. I'll have to see it. I did. I can't believe my office manager didn't send it to me. So it is, uh, do you remember the Puff Daddy and Mace song back in the day where they yeah. were like in the, the silvery suits with the, they were like in a tunnel of light. Yeah. And they would get really close to the camera and rap, you know, do yeah. the rap. There's that with like people with old, like they have their cane with the tennis balls on the bottom and they're like poking it into the camera. Oh my God. It is, it is so good. You have to check it out. Okay. I totally will. As soon as we hang up here, I will. <laughs> so good. So um, yeah, that's all we have for this week. Yeah. Um, it was good to have a Just Amy edition. Just Amy. And uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Do all those things. It helps us out so much when you do that. If you're listening uh, via audio, leave us a five-star review. And uh, that'd be awesome. With that, we're still trying to get to a road to a thousand. We actually picked up some more subscribers this week. That slow winding road is, is kind of cranking around. And if you get to 300, which we're getting closer to now, you can win a brand new RX Mark Gear jump rope and get that new fancy bag that Dave showed. Mm. I love that bag because I could put my grips or I could put my- yeah, Totally, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, yeah, get to a 300. We will, if you have a public public profile, uh, we will draw a name and that person will win a brand new custom RX Mark Gear classic jump rope to get to pick the colors, the cables, the weight, and uh, Dave said he'll throw a couple extras in there too. So definitely hit that subscribe button. And with that, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.